Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 tired of the negative news and flashover substance it's time for today with dr wendy dr wendy patrick is a trial attorney patriot and phd with a passion for people and a penchant for politics dr wendy brings you the headlines streamlined news you can use it's time to be informed engaged and entertained now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick and my co-host Larry Dersham and I always look at all the headlines every week and we've had a, just a wonderful week to choose from. I mean, what is it, Larry, about the week between Christmas and New Year's that just is a little bit more relaxed. I mean, there's not as much traffic on the freeway. Your phone doesn't ring as often. Nice. Hopefully you don't get as many emails. It's just a blessing to have a little bit of a, just a buffer between 2023 and what's sure to be a great 2024. But I have to say, one of the other things we do during that time is look for fascinating guests. And we certainly have found one tonight. Larry, who do we have on the line? Xavier DeRusso is the host of the PragerU Kids game show, Guess or Mess. He's using his growing social media platform to educate Gen Z viewers about conservatism, politics, and harmful ideologies infecting our culture. He's appeared on Fox News, Newsmax, and other media outlets. Welcome to the program, Xavier. Hello, you guys. Thank you for having me. Xavier, you have a fascinating background, and I understand you were raised in a home that um, had values a little bit different than you have today. And you used to, you marched with BLM, you were cast for a Netflix reality TV show as a social justice warrior. <laughs> you have just done so many fascinating things. We just would love to know what led you to make the transition from all of those activities to becoming a host of your own program on PragerU. Oh, yes, it has been quite the journey. So like you said, I grew up in a very liberal left-wing household. I was supposed to go on Netflix. I was in this long casting process for this show. And days before going on the show, I had to back out because the reason is I started studying the counter arguments. And when I stumbled on PragerU videos, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, as soon as I get off this show from being an activist, I'm going to make a whole series debunking PragerU. And instead, I completely dismantled all the narratives that I have been indoctrinated with my entire life. And I just knew at that point I had to be a warrior for change and I had to be someone out changing minds the way Prager you changed mine. You know, Xavier, for those listeners who do not know about Prager U or Prager University, what is it? What types of services or information does it provide? Is it free? And how do people access it? Yes, we are. It's all totally free on PragerU.com or on the PragerU app. Uh, so we're an educational media company, uh, nonprofit, and we're just focused on changing minds. You know, right now we're in a culture where everything is digital. Everything's through digital media. And if you go on TikTok or even Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you're going to see all of this madness about just lying about racial issues, lying about American values, lying about climate change, et cetera, and just completely rewriting history. So PragerU is combating that. 
Uh, we are making all kind of content. We have shows from the age of for if you're four years old or if you're 104 years old, we have so many different shows that cater to whatever it is that you're looking to educate yourself on. And we're just trying to, you know, grow this movement of people who are unapologetically fighting for truth. Because I know it can be exhausting looking at this world and being like, wow, the truth should be in plain sight. Because we have so many people trying to cover up and lie about the reality of our world. So we're just doing what we can to bring the truth back to light, to renormalize common sense and to impact culture. That's great. So it's free. And then again, people access it on the Internet, right? It's not technically on TV. It's on the Internet. Prager, you? So we are on certain uh, TV platforms, actually, funny enough. But for the most part, we are on PragerU.com. We have our own app, um, the PragerU app. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're on every major social media outlet. Uh, you can access PragerU content. But I would definitely say if you want every single piece of content, you definitely want to look at our website or our app. And it is free. If you would like to make a tax-deductible donation, that's how we keep our videos free. So we appreciate all of that generosity from our supporters. Um, but, yes, going to PragerU.com will let you access the gold mine of information that we have there. You know, one of the things you mentioned um, as one of your goals is to educate Gen Z. Um, and I think I'm correct in saying that people born between 1996 and 2010, you can correct me, that would make them between the ages of 13 to 26. <laughs> Why is that generation so critical to the future of our, our great country? Yeah, so PragerU is a 501c3, so I'm speaking just outside of their behalf right now. But, you know, when we look at the election and we look at these voting blocks, Gen Z is becoming the most crucial voting block. We are a very large demographic, and we are becoming very instrumental to the direction of this country. And right now, I'm the oldest month of Gen Z. I'm January 1997. And I look at my generation and how lost we are because of TikTok, because we've been raised through social media. And we don't really consume TV or these other outlets nearly as much as we consume social media. So we need to focus on reaching Gen Z where we're at, which is online, through digital media, in every way possible to get the truth out there. Because right now, we have allowed the lies to become way too loud to where, if you, again, if you go on TikTok, you'll be mortified by how many genders appear every single day. And there's no one that's trying to push back on it. And that's why, gen, or that's why Prager Youth have to step in and start making content, reminding people like, hey, like, let's go back to basics and conservative values, American values, and try to save our direction or save our generation from the direction that we were going. You know, Xavier, uh, Prager, you uh, use five minute videos are having, in my opinion, a real impact on our culture in a good way. Could you tell us a little bit about them? For example, what topics do they cover? And like, why five minutes? I mean, I think I know, but if you could tell, uh, expand on that a little bit. Of course. So the five minute videos are flagship video series where we take these issues that are often complex and nuanced and like hard to find just, you know, sources on facts on all of that. And we compile it to a roughly five minute video where we're discussing everything from economics to race, to American values, environment, political science, history, et cetera. And we take those and we put these in those five minute videos. And what you're able to do is if you want a deep dive on a topic, you can go there, get a non-biased perspective on all of these different important matters that are often discussed. And then you can go into your next conversation much more briefed and educated. Plus, we list our sources there. So if you want to take a deeper dive or if you want to do what I attempted to do, was try to debunk figure you, 
then knock yourself out. Just go right on there, and you can scroll down and see all of our sources on there, and it'll help you have a very strong foundational knowledge on all these different issues. You know, one of the issues uh, we always talk about as parents is we're all concerned about what our kids are seeing on the Internet, on TV, in the movies, and, of course, uh, public school libraries. Those are always in the news as well. So as an alternative to uh, the content that many parents find objectionable, think their kids are not old enough to be viewing these sorts of things, what does PragerU have to offer kids? I am so proud of our PragerU Kids Department, where we are all about creating educational, entertaining, just pro-American kids content for every single grade. Um, Again, we have shows for young toddlers, just learning the basics. We have some from teenagers and even some some of those teen shows, like as young adults, like it's very helpful or as adults, like there's certain things that you just don't learn in school anymore. But we have all kind of great, what we call edutaining or edutainment content where your kids can actually enjoy reading or watching these shows or I host guess or mess a kids game show for third through fifth graders. That's very Nickelodeon style where if you don't tell your kids that these are super educational, they would just think it's some cool new show that you show to them. And we have books and magazines and worksheets that go along with it. Um, I'm very proud of PragerU kids and how we've gotten some of our content into schools and select states. We're now an approved vendor and I believe four different states more to come. And we have resources for parents on there too. I'm very proud of our parent action guide that gives, parents just the equipment and the tools and resources and the rhetoric for seeing what's going on in their schools because parents need to be much more attentive to what is happening in the schools today you know it's funny xavier sometimes i think um uh, wrongly so that uh, you know people if they're liberal or left-wing or whatever they can't be turned around they've kind of made up their mind but you're a perfect example of how that can happen so what message would you like to give young blacks or actually young people of any color, skin color, uh, so they have the right mindset to live up to their full potential as humans created in God's image. Of course. You know, I always say that waking up from the lies that were holding me down mentally, it was like taking the shackles off of my own feet. Because when you have this mentality that the world is against you, you can't be successful, especially as a young black man. Um, I was always thinking that like, I, I pretty much had this victim mentality. I really thought that Everything was stacked up against me. But the second I started realizing how amazing this country is and how this truly is the land of the free, it's like so many doors opened up for me. It was like the sun was brighter, the sky was bluer, and everything was just so much better for me and my day-to-day life because I no longer had this cloud over my mentality. And once you see the truth in one space, you tend to see it in multiple others where I was able to see like, okay, this is something I actually do need to pay attention to, or this is not a threat or an existential threat to me at all like I used to think it was with things like oppression. So I just encourage people to seek out the truth seek out faith, seek out values, because there's a reason that our country was founded on these Judeo-Christian values. And the more you learn about those, the more you'll just love this world. Amen to that. We we want to thank you so much for joining our show. You know, it's kind of like when somebody finds Jesus Christ, they say exactly what you did. The sun is brighter, the flowers are are prettier. I mean, just life is so much better. Um, So we, we thank you so much for your inspiration. And to our guest, don't touch that dial. We are coming back after just a quick break. You are listening to Today with Dr. Wendy. We'll be back in a flash. News cycle lowlights have no place here. You're listening to the headline highlights on Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. 
Since 1991, the nonprofit National Law Center for Children and Families has been fighting to protect children from sexual exploitation. The National Law Center offers the latest investigative training techniques to police, probation officers, and prosecutors on fighting sexual predators and human traffickers. The NLC also offers human trafficking awareness training to members of the public. Schedule a training for your church or organization today by visiting nationallawcenter.org. That's nationallawcenter.org. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Today with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Welcome back to Today with Dr. Wendy. My co-host Larry Dershman and I are delighted to spend some time with you over this New Year's weekend. We are also delighted to have the, the blessing of repeat guests who always have such just fascinating topics to share with us. And I'm telling you, once we think we've heard it all, we find a fresh look at something that is just edifying to our listeners. And that is always true. And it's true today. And Larry, who do we have back on the line? Yes. Yeah. There's a topic here, Wendy, that I think could be the most important topic of any topic we've ever covered. And uh, this gentleman is an expert in it. Uh, We've had James Roguski on our program several times before And again, he's an expert on all that's going on with the World Health Organization, or WHO for short, and the danger the WHO poses to the sovereignty of both nations and the people around the world. So welcome back on the show, James. uh, Thanks for joining us this evening. Well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. You know, James, the first time we had you on, I'm willing to bet that a very small portion of the population even knew about the WHO, or the World Health Organization. Fast forward two years, and I'm willing to bet there's a much broader swath of society that is familiar with not only who they are, but what they do. But James, you have a sort of an insider's view on a lot of this. So for those who have not heard the story before, could you give a brief overview of why we all need to be concerned? You know, just know, you know, what is the who, who are they, and what are they planning to do? Well, you know, just to clarify, I'm definitely not a WHO insider. Um, I'm very much on the outside, but I'm watching them like a hawk, and I have been for a couple of years. And, you know, I've performed the very boring task of just, you know, watching their boring videos and reading their boring documents until you find out, you know, little pieces of it that are, I don't want to say frightening because I'm not a fearmonger, but, you know, they're worthy of attention. And it really all goes back. I'll ask you a rhetorical question. Do you remember what you were doing in July of 1969? Uh, I was nine years old, and in July of 1969, everybody was focused on what was purported to be the moon landing. Now, whether they went to the moon or it was done in a Hollywood soundstage, my focus on that time frame is that is when they were having the 22nd annual World Health assembly in Boston, Massachusetts. And on the 25th of July, 1969, is when they adopted very quietly the international health regulations. And so that's what I'm really here to talk about today. But fast forward to what's going on right now. Over the last year and a half or so, they have been talking about adding amendments to that document that was first accepted back in 1969. And I actually come with what I think is good news, because at their last meeting in December, uh, December 7th and 8th, they pretty much failed 
to do what they were tasked to accomplish. And it really wasn't a surprise because in October they had another meeting and the co-chair of the working group that is negotiating these amendments with all the 196 nations said, you know what, Um, we're just really not reaching an agreement. And so they didn't think, and I believe they're correct, they're not going to meet their deadline. Now, what I'd like to invite everybody in your audience to do is mark your calendar and remember January 27th, 2024. Tomorrow, that'll be four weeks away. It's a little bit more than four weeks away. January 27th, 2024. If the working group fails to submit a final version, a final package of targeted amendments prior to that date, then legally they're not authorized to adopt any amendments in 2024. There's a rule, Article 55 in the International Health Regulations, that says any nation can propose amendments to change the regulations, but they have to give notice at least four months in advance. Well, the next assembly is May 27th, so four months in advance of that would be January 27th, and we need to watch them like a hawk because they've openly conspired, and it's not a theory. I have it all on videotape. They want to avoid or violate the rule that says they have to give all of the nations notice. Now, if anybody ever paid attention to a number of years ago, Nancy Pelosi became somewhat infamous with a large piece of legislation. She said, oh, just vote for it. You can read it later after it's been voted for. Well, that's just not going to fly. We need to be able to see what they've been negotiating in secret by January 27th. And if we don't get to see it, we the people need to make it be known all around the world that they missed their opportunity. They can try again in 2025 if they want. But it seems like you know this is good news to end the year, but it doesn't mean you sit back and, and don't do anything. Take the recording of this audio and share it with everyone you know so that people are aware of this upcoming deadline. It's not a deadline for you or me. It's a deadline for the working group to present their final negotiated document. And I really do believe that they're going to fail because they said so. Uh, James, I understand there's currently blatant voting fraud occurring by the World Health Organization. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Um, The same process um, I reported on back in 2022. Now, in that scenario, the WHO did accept proposed amendments from the Biden administration, but the hubbub and uproar from all of the people and all the various nations around the world had those amendments kicked to the curb, and they were never actually, you know, formally considered. They they basically broke the same rule in 2022, and a number of nations submitted amendments in the middle of the assembly without the four months notice. So right out of the gate, that made them illegitimate. But then what they did is they crafted a document that they circulated publicly and 
they had their lawyer, their legal counsel, put on it that it was a certified uh, official copy. And on the bottom of that document, you know, which was all of the amendments, very, very small list of amendments, but at the bottom of it, they said that that was agreed to during their eighth meeting on May 28, 2022. Well, you know, lo and behold, those meetings were all recorded. They're all on the WHO website, and they never bothered to actually conduct a vote. They just said they did. Now, don't take my word for it. Uh, a dozen members of the European Parliament, um, a little bit more than a month ago on November 28th, or actually, I guess it's um, on November 28th, about a month ago, they sent a letter to the WHO, to the Director General, to Tedros Ghebreyesus, and they said, you know, we're looking for evidence that these amendments were ever voted on, and we can't find it. And the reason they couldn't find it is because it doesn't exist. And they basically gave him notice and said, if, if you don't provide evidence that you actually had the assembly vote on these amendments, they must be considered null and void. And, you know, the mainstream media is not going to report on that. Even the alternative media has primarily dropped the ball. Uh, you know, we think we have voter um, integrity, you know, election integrity issues here in the United States. The WHO has figured out how to just say they had an election without even doing it. And sometimes I feel like the child in the you know, story with the emperor who has no clothes. Um, the WHO is just running on fraud and people need to be made aware of it. You know, there's a lot of press surrounding the WHO on, on both sides of the fence. Uh, and there always has been almost since the inception and, you know, following it as you have, you know, one of the things that we've heard is um, their inability, I guess, to meet their own deadlines to impose these amendments to the international health regulations. Um, however, I know you, you said a little bit about their uh, plotting to break their own rules to get the amendments in any way. Is there a plan for how this is going to shake out? And, you know, we're almost at the end of the show, but why can't they just do it in a fashion that's non-controversial? Well, you know, I think it actually comes down to honor. Um, back in October, when they reported that they knew that they were going to fail to meet their deadline, they could have very simply said, hey, you guys asked us to negotiate, you know, all of these hundreds of changes in a short period of time. We, we have to report that we're not going to meet that goal. Sorry. Um, we'll keep working on it, and we'll see you in 2025. And yep. so, you know, it's, it's not like they're going to go away, but instead right. they concocted a plan, and this has all been documented. This is not conspiracy theory. This is conspiracy. They want to keep negotiating right up to the very last moment and spring a surprise on the world and try to ram it through. And we, the people, need to be paying attention so that we do, know that they are not. Excuse me, James. We're at the end of the show. How, how do people get in touch with you or follow your work so they can find out more about this? Um, you can certainly go to jamesroguski.substack.com. And I encourage everybody to call me directly if you have any questions. 310-619-3055. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining the show again, James. And to our listeners, we want to wish you a wonderful and safe New Year's Eve. We will see you next year, which is next weekend in 2024. God bless you. This is Today with Dr. Wendy. 
Thank you for joining us for today with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. Since 1991, the nonprofit National Law Center for Children and Families has been fighting to protect children from sexual exploitation. The National Law Center offers the latest investigative training techniques to police, probation officers, and prosecutors on fighting sexual predators and human traffickers. The NLC also offers human trafficking awareness training to members of the public. Schedule a training for your church or organization today by visiting nationallawcenter.org. That's nationallawcenter.org. 